Good afternoon and welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange Leadership Tools and Strategies. Extremely excited to be able to join you today. We've got some special announcements and some wonderful things happening. So I want to introduce real quickly our guest for today, Amanda Babine. She is the director of Evaluate for Change. And we're going to be talking here today about a new program that our two organizations are going to be working on together. Before we jump into that, I want to remind you about a couple really important things. First off, as always, I'm Todd Greer, your host, Executive Director of Center Vision Leadership Foundation. Also want to remind you about our magazine. As always, you can check out the June issue of Nonprofit Performance Magazine. Go to our website, centervisionleadership.org slash magazine. And that is a fabulous opportunity. And Amanda, if I remember correctly, are you in that issue? We did. We published an article on that. All right. So you can check out uh, Amanda and Hannah Jacobson, uh, her uh, a, a vice president there at um, uh, Evaluate for Change. Great article there uh, as we looked at giving for impact in the nonprofit sector. Also want to remind you, you can join us at any point in time to become part of our community, to interact and engage with us as we think about some of these deep and important questions. And that's simple, centervisionleadership.org slash register. It's a great way for you to be able to come into the community and continue these kinds of conversations. So, all right, we're cutting to the chase. Amanda, you're here. Um, real quickly, would you... For those that uh, maybe have never met you before, tell us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about Evaluate for Change. Great, of course, of course. So, Evaluate for Change is actually an organization that's based in New York City, but we serve New York City, uh, Washington, D.C., um, and Boston, Massachusetts. We also do online trainings. We train overall the social sector, so nonprofits, um, organizations that fall onto, into rather uh, donors, foundations, and then government programs that are working for the social good. Um, we do hands-on trainings. It's not consulting in the way that we go into your organization, um, but you come to us if you do the community-based trainings. Um, we, we give you skills to go back and kind of build the capacity of your organization, or we work with a team in your organization and we show you how to implement um, measurement that will show your impact. Um, I actually come from more of an academic background. I've worked at Columbia University um, and now Rutgers University looking at large-scale pilot programs, mostly in youth development. Um, and so from that, kind of developed Evaluate for Change. Um, and we have a great staff of trainers throughout those three cities and online um, that provide great programming for, for all social sector professionals. And one of the things we've come to really appreciate about Evaluate for Change, not only is their collaborative nature, uh, but I think it's extremely important as we think about the nonprofit sector and where we're going as a sector, is to think about the importance of us understanding our own data. Even before uh, Amanda and I went on air, we were talking about some of the challenges uh, that we face at Center Vision as an organization about understanding our data capturing our data and being able to show and prove uh, the, the impact that we're having. And so really want to encourage you, you can check out Evaluate for Change, you can check out their work and see the ongoing projects that they're doing um, that will give you insight and think about participating in some of their upcoming trainings. 
whether you're in one of the cities that they uh, are working in or you, you join them for one of their online trainings, it's a great opportunity uh, to engage and see what's happening there. So, so here we are today, and today's title is a little bit interesting. We're calling it the Social Collaboratory, and a little bit of background and history here. Uh, Amanda had, had contacted us at CenterVision. We've had some great partnerships over the last year plus uh, about some work that they were doing. And Amanda, if you would, kind of set up where this data evaluation uh, challenge was uh, from your end. Of course, of course. So we decided that we wanted something that was more engaging for our community, um, for people who aren't able to come to our trainings. Um, and our, all of our trainings are kind of based on more of a community-based collaborative. So um, trainings are not sitting and listening to one of our trainers lecture you. It's really going um, in-depth in the program evaluation realm and work on activities throughout the training um, to get that hands-on feeling. And so we thought, how could we bring that to the community as a whole, um, especially for people um, we do have online trainings. They do unfortunately sell very fast, um, and we're, we're hoping to change that soon by adding more. Um, so we're trying to figure out how do we really um, reach the community far and wide. And so we came up with an idea to, which is kind of popular now in the realm of coming up with a challenge and having different disciplines kind of think through the process of their learning and come up with some kind of uh, solution to it. And so we decided to come up with a, a challenge based um, this last month on a recidivism reduction program. They were having some issues, it gives you a background, and, and we asked people from the community to, to come in and kind of go over that and tell us, what would you do? Have you worked in a program like this or a program that might be different but you think would be um, still beneficial to the recidivism reduction program that we were speaking about? And so out of that, Ta and I kind of started talking about how instead of having these ideas of um, theoretical problems, how could we move it into um, not only helping people think through problems, but that the solution actually gets embedded into an organization. I know Todd's going to talk a little bit about now what we're doing and taking it to the next step. Absolutely. So as we looked at this, we thought, all right, there are the models, as Amanda talked about, of people that are talking about this and they're, they're looking at these kinds of things. We thought, what would it look like if we were able to select from some real life challenges? Every organization that we know faces big problems. We're seeking to solve big problems in the social sector. So what if we were able to take these problems, maybe that we don't have the capacity to overcome and think through on our own, and we work to crowdsource them. And we crowdsource them with social innovators, individuals like entrepreneurs, data analysts, communications and public relation professionals, designers, people who were on the cutting edge of thinking in a variety of different environments. And we ask them to take a look at this problem, whether it's a problem that comes from the nonprofit, the governmental, or the philanthropic uh, sector, we wanted to be able to take a look and think about these real issues. So we started to put our collective brain power together and we handed uh, this out actually even from a framing perspective to the crowd. We thought if we're gonna be talking about crowdsourcing answers, what better way to think about framing than to first crowdsource even the naming. And so we were able to work with uh, Christopher Chavez who is at Prime Produce in New York City Chris came up with what we felt like was a really strong framing. And so what we're calling it is the social 
collaboratory. And that is this, the social collaboratory, we are transforming social, social challenges into crowdsourced solutions. So the process and the purpose looks like this. We know every day social, social challenges are in front of us, all right? Whether it's what do I do about a homeless population in our city and how do we make sure that we're uh, seeking to connect them to resources? We start thinking about, yeah, I, I'm, I'm struggling to be able to connect uh, my membership to a deeper purpose and level. So we throw it out there. We've got the questions and we start to bring players to the table. We ask the social innovators of all stripes to come and deal with this challenge. We want them to be able to have an opportunity to give their ideas, to put them in. We want to be able to curate and collect them together and to be able to say, hey, look, here's some really intriguing, unique, creative ideas that are really working to uh, alleviate the problem that's in front of this organization. So we're going to put it out. We're going to allow people to vote on what is the best solution to a question and be able to drive through in that process where we go from start, which is the we've got a problem, to not just, hey, we've selected a winner, but to implementation. And we're going to work with organizations as they implement, and we're going to chronicle that journey for you. We think one of the most important things that we can do as organizations is to be able to show you that, A, um, it's not simple and it's not always easy, but it's something that we work through and we can create a journey and a map that might help other organizations. So Amanda, do you want to talk briefly a little bit about kind of the, the way that an organization could get involved by submitting a, a request? Yeah, I, I would love to. I think you said it perfectly when, when we're talking about I think some people who may be listening might say, how is this different from a hackathon, right? Because hackathons are very big now. Um, I think the difference, as Todd had mentioned, is that this is an ongoing facilitation. This isn't we all come together for a day. Um, and although that is very beneficial, it's more um, everyone's benefiting from this, right? So we start off with the organizations who are able to, we will have a form that you can fill out and it's kind of like an RFP or a RFC, so um, it's more of the challenge piece. Um, and they kind of talk about the issue they're having. We're also looking for small to medium-sized organizations, um, not just large-scale issues, as Todd had mentioned. And that's another uh, big way we're different from the hackathon is it's, it's a capacity-building piece. We're trying to kind of pull together all of our resources and help organizations that aren't going to be picked from some of these data science organizations that are going to look at huge issues. It's okay. You know, I'm having an issue reaching this population. How do I do that? And people from around the world can say, oh, well, I've worked with that population. This is what I've done. So the challenges will be submitted. Um, the form will be online shortly, and you'll be able to kind of talk us through what your issue is and what you need help with. Um, we'll s select that and it will go into um, every, or I think we said every three months we'll be selecting one. Um, and the first step will be obviously picking the challenge, um, working with that organization on how do we really frame this question so that everyone understands what we're trying to conquer. Um, and then it gets posted and people can individually submit answers and say, this is my solution. Um, for the first month and then the other part is not everyone might have a great idea right they might not be part of that community 
they might not have the expertise on that challenge, but they can vote. Mm -hmm. So we'll have you know a bunch of people saying this is a solution, and then for for about you know six weeks, people will be able to to vote on that, and then collectively we can come up with this sounds like the best solution. And as Todd mentioned, going into okay, so this is a solution. How do we help um, implement that for the organization? Okay, what are the resources you need? Um, how can we make sure we're tracking to see if the solution works or not? And how do we maybe even strengthen the solution um, and then figure out what's really working? So it's a, again, it's a collaborative process of everyone's winning, right? Everybody comes out, you get to learn different ways to think, especially when we're working within different industries. And one of the reasons why the the social collaboratory is actually a really fitting title is just as in you go to a laboratory, you're really dealing with experimentation. One of the things that we're very honest and open about is the fact that we're not going to create simple cookie cutter questions and answers. And what we're dealing with is stuff that has to be nuanced. We're dealing with affected populations who uh, they look different from community to community. And so we want to make sure that as we as we even bring up the subject and we're talking about this, that we alleviate people's concerns to understand that we're not saying, "Hey, here's a a answer, you got to implement this, or else you can't participate in the challenge." What we're saying is, we want to be able to bring these answers, answers in the plural sense, to the table and to be able to work with the processing to think about who are the affected populations who really need to be at the table as we have these kinds of discussions. How do we begin to integrate that using, as Amina pointed out, the resources that are in front of you? How do we think about the long-term processing and implementation? And ultimately what we're gonna do is, as those winners are there, the winner of the voting, we're gonna work with them on the journey and then through uh, CenterVision's nonprofit performance magazine, we're gonna be able to chronicle that journey. What does it look like? What is that nonprofit dealing with? What's the person who Submitted the, uh, the idea. How are they in the process, and what does this look like as a as a long term journey? So there's going to be four challenges, four of these uh, issues that are going to be presented throughout a calendar year, and we're going to be able to follow those quarterly upcoming issues of Nonprofit Performance Magazine. So we're really excited because one of the things again we want to talk about real issues, real people real organizations and real change and we need you to be part of this uh the, the blessing that we have i mean amanda you're currently in new york city right now or uh washington dc right now correct correct she's in washington dc i'm in alabama all right we've got folks that are around the globe that are going to be participating in, in with the the networked environment that we're in answer can come from within our community but they can also come from our global community. And so we want to be able to take and learn from the crowdsourced intelligence that we have to be able to work forward. So uh, Amanda, uh, as you think about this and you think about from your perspective of data analytics, what might this look like for an organization as they think about its long-term impact? Yeah, I think that that's a great question. Um, I think depending on the challenge, obviously it will be tailored to what that looks like, but I think being part of this challenge really helps them understand um, how can it be measured in the first place, right? So you're having a challenge, um, you're not sure how to, you know, go about finding a solution to that. Um, and, and what we always do in our in our trainings is we always bring people back three or four steps and we start by kind of figuring out 
why are we even doing this, right? Mm -hmm. So what what is the programming? How is the programming affecting the community? And then we figure out how the challenge fits within that. And then once you get there, you can try to figure out, okay, so we're going to try to pick a solution. Once we figure out what the solution is, how are we going to measure that over long-term progress? How are we going to, and what are our benchmarks? What are, you know, we all have challenges, um, but how can we actually say that we defined this successfully? What is it that we want to see? So this is the challenge, but what is the solution? And what does that solution look like? Um, both new, like using both quantitative and qualitative analysis, right? We want to, a lot of these challenges are coming from the social sector, so it's not all about um, the hard numbers. We do want that, but we also want to hear stories. Is it that um, a challenge is that someone's having a really hard time with their engagement and the youth that they're working with are very unhappy with the programming, right? Um, we can use numbers to kind of, once we implement the solution, to figure out what that is, but we can also get stories, and we can we can tell a story through the data and be able to, especially going back to the magazine, is update people on what's going on. What are they finding? How well is it um, working? Did we find a way to tweak it a little bit? Um, and then that can kind of help people who have been in the process the whole time understand what it looks like, a solution. And we say this, especially in, in data, is that there's no hard or fast rule. There's no this is the right way, this is the wrong way. It's trying to find the in-between. And the yeah. solution, um, the long-term solution is really tracking the outcomes based on this this new solution and seeing if it works. And as we think about this, we're all thinking about how do we come together for learning? Some of this learning may be, oh, wow, that's a really unique perspective. And if I just even begin to take not the outcome or the answer, but if I start thinking about the framing and how would that impact my organization, we have the ability to pull our own outcomes from them. Or even as simple as, this is a really unique framework. How would this allow me to, taking this, how would this allow me to, to pursue grantors or to think about funders? Um, so we want to make sure as we, as we do all these things that we're thinking about our own unique outcomes as well as the communal sense of the outcomes. That's one of the real valuable pieces to this. We oftentimes joke, though, about um, it, it doesn't take somebody who's just a professional in that field. It really takes all of us kind of coming together with our own unique perspectives. Um, I've heard recently a, a story, uh, Trish Hume, who's the executive director of YNPN, she talked about uh, an organization who ran something similar to this, and uh, nobody knew where each uh, each person came from from an academic discipline. And it turned out a middle school teacher came up with the best answer for this social sector challenge that was presented. And we thought that that's really interesting because sometimes we're too close to the problem, and as we step away from the problem, we're able to see from perspectives of others. So we really want you to, to hone in on this. And so one of the things that we're gonna see here is on our website, um, you can go to the, the hangouts.centervisionleadership.org uh, website. You can see the uh, social collaboratory. And in that, you'll be able to find out all of the pieces of this. So you'll find the processes, the people, the outcomes, all that. There's a really important piece that I want you to focus in on right now. I want you to go there and I want you to find the spot that says, if you would like to submit a challenge or participate, sign up here. And that's your opportunity using Google Forms to be able to go in and to be able to say, yes, 
I want to participate. Whether you say I want to ultimately submit a challenge or I want to participate in something, somebody who wants to just be notified as the challenges come about, this is an opportunity for you to be involved. And you can kind of give us a little bit of framework of how you're approaching the problem, what type of uh, a discipline that you come from. But this is a way that you can be certain to be able to be integrated into this. We, we very much, both groups here, as we're talking about uh, the organization Evaluate for Change and Center Vision, we want to come at this from a community standpoint. We really strongly believe that we've got a great community of thinkers and doers that are active out here, and we want to bring you in to solve these challenges. Uh, Amanda, as we, as we go through this, what have we missed or what do we need to hit on uh, so that the person I, that's I, watching or listening to it. To elaborate on what you just said, I want to make it clear that we're here to facilitate, so we are here to answer, to answer you know, all of the challenges. So we really want to make that clear to the community. We're kind of creating a space for everyone to come together and work on a challenge. Um, but we are just here to facilitate it. We're able to give the space um, and you know organize the efforts, but it's really up to the community to make sure this works um, and that we get the most from it. So really, you know, if you sign up online, um, we promise we're not going to bombard you with emails. It's really just letting you know we're finishing the website, so that will be up in, in you know two to three weeks. Um, we'll be ready for our first challenge, and we really just want to be able to tell you it's up, it's ready. If you want to, you know, submit the challenge, please feel free to. Um, again, it, it depends on kind of your learning style, how involved you want to get. You know, people who submit challenges and people who submit solutions. Um, are no more important than people who are voting on those things. So we really want to make sure that you know you don't have to be someone who is creating this long solution. Um, and the other thing is we are giving people the option of uh, submitting your organizations have to submit the challenge as an organization. Um, but then also when we're thinking about you know the submissions around um, ways to to conquer that challenge, you can do it individually or you can do it in teams of four. So if you're even a student who's maybe in a social enterprise program and you're really interested in this, or you're a social work student or a nonprofit professional um, that's working in a team and you want to submit, um, we, we definitely highly recommend that. Um, this again is a collaborative process as Todd um, keeps reminding us. So it's it's up to, to everyone to really take that step and, and work as a team. And we're really excited to be tracking through the magazine um, all of the progress we make. And um, obviously, we're really excited to, to help the organizations because in some ways, you get you get a lot of things as a nonprofit. Um, you know, you get the, the free press, which on a nonprofit budget, right, is really great. And then you get the support from Evaluate for Change around how are we going to measure this. So. Um, please feel free and we're really excited to, to see the submissions rolling in. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Amanda. I think it's a really exciting time. Check it out. Um, we'll be tweeting and, and Facebooking and LinkedIn posting. We'll be doing all that to make sure that we bring everybody into this uh, as an opportunity to be able to bring change. Evaluate for change at Center Vision. We talk about bringing impact to our communities. This is a great way that we can marry those ideas and those missions to really bring good to others around us. So thank you for, for joining us. Uh, we really want to encourage you to, to participate. This is about how you find that opportunity to collaborate in the community. So uh, really excited about it. The social collaboratory, more information is going to be coming soon. So stay posted. As Amanda said, 
We'll be rolling out the website and more information in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned and we'll have more to come. Thank you so much for joining us for the Nonprofit Exchange, another great opportunity to chat and think about leadership tips and tools that can impact your organization. Again, I'm Todd Greer, Executive Director of Center Vision, joined with uh, Amanda Bavon from the uh, Evaluate for Change organization. Really excited to have you in. Same. My pleasure. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.